Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, I hope you all went and voted today. That's all I'm going to say about that. And so we move on to professional wrestling. We've got a lot to get into today. There's actually there's a lot of shows to talk about, and there's a lot of big shows upcoming to talk about. SmackDown, the rating ended up being even better than people expected. So this Roman Reigns Jey Uso thing and this deal with the Mysterio family, it's really clicking. So we could talk about that. Raw clicked a little bit less. I didn't think the show was horrible. I thought there was actually some fun stuff on the show. But there were a couple of things that brought me much consternation, such as everybody crying about who's going to be the captain of these Survivor Series teams, like it's ever mattered one bit. But we could talk about Raw here tonight and also, of course, Tomorrow, we have AEW and NXT. They're going to get absolutely slaughtered by the news shows. NXT has two matches announced. AEW has a full show announced. A full show leading into their pay-per-view this coming weekend. Full gear, which looks on paper like a really, really good show. John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, obviously, is the main event of the pay-per-view. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, finals of the tournament. Cody versus Darby Allin. FTR versus the Young Bucks, who are absolutely babyfaces now, for those wondering. Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, Sheeta versus Nyla Rose, Jericho, MJF, and Orange Cassidy and John Silver will be battling on the pre-show. So we can talk about AWNXT, the pay-per-view this coming weekend, and, of course, a lot of news, including the latest on this upcoming Vince McMahon docu-series, whatever they want to call it, on Netflix. So... If you would like to contact us here today about any of these topics, 425-780-7566 is the text message line. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Add Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Probably take some phone calls later, but we shall see. Back in a moment. Observer Live. This 
spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, as noted in the opening segment, there's definitely a lot of stuff to talk about here today. I got New Japan, I got AW Full Gear, AW versus NXT tomorrow, SmackDown ratings, indication that people really like the show, and the top angles, Vince's docuseries. I guess I should start very quickly by just mentioning that tomorrow, AW NXT, hopefully some of you watch it, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston face-to-face, Sammy Guevara and Ortiz versus MJF and Wardlow, Cody and the Gun Club, Versus John Silver, Colt Cabana, and at 10. Scorpio Sky versus Sean Spears. Miro versus Trent. 
Pac will break his silence. And Chris Jericho is on commentary. Also, Nyla Rose versus Red Velvet has been added. NXT has Velveteen versus Ciampa and Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon. Two matches coming off last week's show, which I thought was a great show last week. I voted for it as the better show on the Brian and Vinny show. But hey, that's their follow-up, so I expect them to get slaughtered on Wednesday night. I do want to start with the first message that came through here today. Of all the things that people want to talk about regarding last night, Tucker's big heel turn off to a hot start, this person notes, first losing to Umberto and then losing to Ricochet. Well, no one saw him losing to Umberto because it was on main event, but yes, last night on Raw, they shot an angle at the pay-per-view to get the briefcase off Otis after his longtime friend and partner Tucker turned on him. The next day, Tucker gets put on the SmackDown roster on WWE.com. We talk about it here on the show, how stupid it is that he got drafted, and then they put him back. But is that more or less stupid than having him be on the other show and they can't even feud after splitting up? Well, he goes back on Raw, so they chose that option. And then this week on Raw, he gets beaten in a minute by Ricochet. So it would be one thing if Tucker was beaten in a minute by, like, Drew McIntyre. I mean, this would still be bad. But you got beat by a guy who never wins in a minute. So he's pretty much doomed. He's in his Tucker Knight outfit from, like, a year ago. Looks like a fella. Guy's got so much talent, and he's just a geek on Raw already. Maybe he'll join Retribution. But suffice to say, that was not one of the highlights of last night's Monday Night Raw. What did you think of these shows? This show, Mike. I didn't think there were many highlights. I, I didn't what? really think, uh, with the exception of the actual match itself between the New Day and the Hurt Business, and that does not count the ten minutes of talking that took place beforehand, and Drew McIntyre looking like a monster. Other than that, I maybe I was not in the the right mental state, but like, where were the other high points of last night's show? Especially when you lodge it into the three hours and you look at the entire big picture of the three hours. And I'm usually pretty good at just plucking the things that I liked and trying to block out the rest of it. But by the time we actually got to the Firefly Funhouse segment, the actual one where they were standing in there, I was done. And I'm not sure at what point that actually was in the show. If it was an hour in, I don't know what it was. But it was like it just kept dragging and dragging and. There was not a lot that jumped out. It made me very happy, that's for sure. So maybe other people liked it more. God bless you if you did. Hopefully somebody came by, and as you were just kind of sitting there with a the drool running down the side of your face, they, they cleaned you up and propped you up a little bit. But other than that, uh, no buys at all for me. Well, I thought that the Jeff Hardy-Elias guitar in a pole match was better than I expected. It was just a match. And the finish was a little goofy because they told us the rules, and then the rules were actually different 10 seconds later for the match. But... It was just a, a match. It wasn't terrible. Jeff Hardy hit him with the guitar. The feud's over. That's something to celebrate. We had the... Not terrible is a benchmark that, that WWE yes, can aspire yes. to. Yes, we had the, the three-way with Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, and Sheamus. And granted, Keith Lee tried to flip dive and almost killed himself. But as far as like a three-way with three giant monsters, I thought this match... As I noted, I'll read my exact line here at the bottom of this report. 
I'm not sure how good this match was, but it was certainly exciting and fun. And it was. The crazy dives. Strowman doing a high cross. When's the last time Braun Strowman did a high cross? Oh, never? Oh. Put him through the <laughs> dasher boards. They had well, that's like giant that's like stacked up superplex. It was like the Titanic hit the iceberg. Well, that's like that Rhea Ripley spot, the uh, the leg scissors with uh, Raquel Gonzalez, because it's, you know, you can get away with it because you have two other massive strong men in there. I, I'll give you a point for that. Yes, I will. Come on, the whole match was fun. Three dudes uh, killing each other. That was man. That was a fun match. Now, I mean, I could question why they go to commercial after Strowman puts both guys through the dasher boards with a running high cross. It looked like like Mount St. Helens erupted. And they go to commercial, and I swear to God they came back, and Sheamus is laying on the mat with Keith Lee in an arm bar. <laughs> that, that I that, couldn't figure out. In the territorial era, that would have been the end of the show, and they would have been replaying that for another six weeks. But you know what? I, I, I enjoyed that match. Nia versus Lana. This match... I almost swore on air just now. This match was freaking horrible, but it, I, I couldn't tear my eyes off it. Well, Mostly because of what we, I, I mean, I discuss this with Dave every week. Like, they think that Lana's getting a push. That's the idea behind this. There she's getting a push. Okay? Listen, granted, obviously, she's supposed to be a babyface now because she's feuding with, with Nyla and she gets put through the Nyla. table every week by, by, or Naya. But I mean, dude. This is a push. She got completely obliterated for three minutes. Naya pulls her up at two, beats her up again, finally gives her the Samoan drop pins her, and then puts her through a table again. That, and this is not even like the ha-ha. This is their idea of giving her a push. Push to where? <laughs> push into what? I thought the Hurt good. Business was great. New oh, Day and Shelton great. Cedric were, it was a good match. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I tell you what, and I can and take I my like... eyes off Ricochet and Tucker, but that's another story. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not like... telling you, I'm almost done. Oh, for And then sakes. the main event. Listen, if you're looking at the show in the sense of, is anybody going to watch the third hour of this show? No. I expect this third hour of this show to do close to 1.56 million or whatever. Because the third hour of the show, I just couldn't even believe my eyes. Drew McIntyre against The Miz and Morrison is the main event of this show. Now, with that said, for those 1.56 million that watched it, that turned into a really fun match. Drew McIntyre beat up both guys. Of course, he he hit the Claymore on, uh, I don't even know who, probably Morrison, because Morrison always has to lose. But anyway, I thought the match was, was fun, and then they set up whatever they're going to do with Orton and Bray Wyatt and, and uh, Drew McIntyre, which I suspect is not going to be any good, because the Fiend is involved. But... For the night, they're building towards something after a good match. So I can't complain that much. I There's a lot we can complain about, but I thought this show was fine. If you had to give them something for this, do you give WWE the participation ribbon? Yeah, they got a participation ribbon, okay. and maybe they came in third place. You sure about that? Maybe it's fourth. They actually they finished no, fourth. I think but you they. Still get I think they. They. It. They stood on the middle stand. I mean, actually, what are the no, options? I... First place this week. Okay, Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Second yeah. place. Well, I guess they, they were fourth place. Second yeah, place exactly. SmackDown. Third place. Uh, AEW. Actually, AEW beat SmackDown. But then fourth Probably, place yeah. was Raw. But yeah. we're starting a new week, so right now they may be in first place. Let me say. Hmm. Let's see what the people have to say. Because the people, as always, are very passionate. I should note, by the way, 
that I normally absolutely flooded with emails and text messages this time of day, but I got one email. So I think it's possible that the listenership of the show, they're busy watching something else. I don't know why. It's only 3 Eastern. Because if they were like me, they're still standing in line to vote. That was a long time. You stood in line, bro. I did, man. I went old school. So I'm going to go stand out there. I'm going to be in with the people. I'm going to see if anybody wants to talk, let's go. And and they didn't. So 80 well, minutes at later, least though, you voted. I got a sticker. And some guy here saying they may not be listening because they're voting. Dude, if you're in line for three hours, just listen to this show. It's live on Byline. Twitch app. Yeah, watch the Twitch yeah. app or whatever. You can listen to this show if you're standing in line voting. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Talking some pro wrestling here. Wrestling. For those of you wondering, I checked during the break. Mm. We do not have a winner yet. So let's talk about some more wrestling. That's not true, Brian. A winner is the listener or the viewer of this particular program. I was program expecting right to say right a winner now. is you, and I'm very disappointed that's not how I, I thought about that. doing that, but it's it's really, it's everybody who voted and all of you loyal people that are here with us right now. I love you. Bruce says, I fell asleep through the last hour of the show. I expect the third hour to be dreadful in the ratings. Hmm. Probably, I, hey, listen, I thought the same thing. Person notes Tucker might get his last name back, or is it just wishful thinking and a last-minute need for non-heavy machinery uniform? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm 99% sure that he doesn't have new gear. And all of the gear that he was wearing, it was heavy machinery, it was blue-collar tough, whatever they had, that's not this character anymore. They split up. And so he either goes out there as a heel, having broken up with Otis in the same outfit, or... He just wears his old stuff from NXT, and that's what he chose to do. I mean, what does it matter anyway? I mean, if you go to the building and you find out you're losing to Ricochet in a minute, and then Retribution, who in the previous segment MVP said they'd run off, is going to beat you up and leave you for dead, why bother going to the seamstress? You know what I'm saying? Poor guy. I guess maybe Miz and Morrison didn't give him a heavy enough briefcase with uh, dollar bills in it to buy himself some new gear. But it shows that when you make a move like this and you don't plan ahead and you do things by the seat of your pants, then you actually can't get the seat of your pants changed and it will say night on there and there's no chance to actually get you some new gear. But unless this is going to lead to him joining Retribution, uh, I don't know why you couldn't use somebody else in that role. (laughs) You know, just to me, the guy can talk a little bit. I don't know how he is as a singles wrestler. I'm trying to think how many times I'd really ever seen him before now. But he's a big dude, and you've made this move. You had him brush up against Miz and Morrison, regardless of what you think about the Otis feud. And then this, like, what? what you're not even giving the guy a chance. And it just seemed like the easy, it's always the easiest thing to do. You made this turn. Okay, let's see you do something with him. And what you do with him is get beat in a minute by Ricochet and then beat up. I just uh, too bad, I guess, for the, for the guy. You know, it just uh, unfortunately it's that self fulfilling prophecy. You know, it just it's sad. And Sarah on Twitter says, I "Have a comment for Observer Live? Everybody is talking about how Valter versus Dragonov was the most brutal wrestling match they have ever seen, and I am glad because Ibushi and Naito is happening in the main event of the Dome next year." And their necks won't be safe. Man, I... All I know from watching the last year is, it does appear, I don't know if this is pandemic-related. I mean, we talked yesterday about how 
when you don't have a lot of fans out there, you don't have that same level of adrenaline. And New Japan actually has fans, but it's still like half capacity or, or 30 or 40% or whatever they're doing. Can't cheer. So, I mean, and they can't cheer, but they can clap and stomp their feet. But the point is, I don't know if it's because both of the guys have smartened up or if it's because without that adrenaline, they're not landing on their heads as much. But there has been a measurable difference watching these guys in the last year as compared to pre-Tokyo Dome. I mean, it could just be that they had all that time off and Naito kind of started to feel better and then thought, what the hell am I landing on my head all the time for? I feel good when I'm not landing on my head. I mean, it could be that. He could realize that, hey, I can have great matches without landing on my head. Maybe Ibushi figured out the same thing. So I hope that when they wrestle, they don't land on their head a lot. But I guess we'll see what happens at the Dome. I don't know if the Dome, you might as well just say uh, she shouldn't hit anybody that hard or get hit that hard. It's it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's a gimmick. She doesn't get... It, it, <laughs> Jeff Cobb, still. Jeff Cobb, after, after he wrestled Ishii, mm-hmm. he said, I didn't even feel it. Didn't feel anything in the match. So... What Ishii is, is he's very, very good at wrestling. So. I, I, I'm aware of that. Okay, maybe I'll use a different example. How about Suzuki then? Okay, because I know he's a gimmick as well too. But here's the thing with Ishii. He still hits hard. And I didn't say he hit unsafe, Brian. I said he hit hard. Just like Walter, he hits hard. So you are, as you know, you can tell him not to hit hard at the Tokyo Dome. That might be uh, equivalent to having... Naito not fall on the back of his head. I think they're they're two definitely separate things here, but look at the ace. You know, look at Hiroshi Tanahashi, who has been relatively careful about, you know, his move variety and when he decides to use things, and he still does things that are insane, like that high fly flow to the floor, but it's just when you do them. And, you know, Naito's bump card... Hiromu's another one, you know, it's just you cringe nonstop, but that's the way that these guys operate. That's the what they do. That's what they are. You know, Caveman and CMLL, there's a lot of these guys like that. So hopefully they actually have learned from Tanahashi because you don't have to do everything in every match, especially, you know, back bumps on your neck. I'm going to do, I'm going to get Jeff Cobb on the show. We're going to, we're going to expose the business. Oh, Something yeah. never before done here on this program. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> You can ask Lance about it as well? Lance never wrestled a she. How about hitting hard in safe places? A new stipulation that's been added to the Zack Sabre-Toru-Yano match at King of Pro Wrestling. Yano and Sabre will battle in a no-corner-pad match. Yano frequently uses the turnbuckles to his advantage, undoing them to expose the metal within the corners. Speaking of killing the business here, this will be for the provisional... King of Pro Wrestling title, a championship that is decided via stipulation matches. It's going to take place at Power Struggle. It's the opener, November 7th. We've got Naito versus Evil again. And Naito, I believed in an interview recently, saying, I thought we were done with this match. We were all hoping. We were all hoping, but we're doing it again. (laughs) That's for the heavyweight and intercontinental titles, which still we have no idea if they're uh, unified or not. They're not. Actually, Lance has wrestled a she now that I think about it. Because I have such you a fantastic up. memory. <laughs> you just you I'll ask him about it later. <laughs> Kota Bushi versus Jay White for the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental right to challenge contract. Ooh. 
Kenta versus Tanahashi for the U.S. title. Okada versus Great Okarn. Great Okan, I'm sorry. He'll always be the Great Okarn to me. Just like it'll always be the Great Fowler. Okada versus Great Okarn. Suzuki versus Shingo, never open weight title. Toru Yano versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the provisional King of Pro Wrestling title is noted. If I recall correctly, as I think about this more, Lance, I think, wrestled him when he was a young boy. So I'm not sure if this would be a fair question to ask because Ishii is such an advanced professional wrestler now. He was a he was green way back then. He may have wrestled entirely differently. But I'll ask Lance anyway. I won't forget. Where where, where did he do that wrestling with uh, Ishii? War. You sure? I think Text I'm an idiot. Ask. Friday SmackDown show, 0.7 rating, 18 to 49. This was, I think, the best number, aside from when they did the draft. This is the best number since the pandemic began. So it's very clear that this Roman Reigns, Jey Uso thing, and the Mysterio family angle... I mean, people are very into these things. The rest of the show, like, as I noted a couple days ago, who cares? Watch the Attitude Era. There was a bunch of horrible stuff there. But the top stuff, as long as people are interested in the top programs, then the rest of the show can kind of be whatever. Preferably, it would be great. I mean, 1995 WCW, I mean, that was fantastic. 96, 97, then it fell off a cliff. 1997 WWF, I mean, there was some horrible stuff on the undercard, but... There was some good stuff, too. But get somebody over. Get a program over. And a rising tide raises all ships. Know what I mean? I do. I'm at the beach. Hmm. Stephanie McMahon, the upcoming Netflix docuseries on Vince McMahon, will be four episodes. She revealed the news on Monday, no release date or relevant information. She said she was excited about the project, but a little nervous because it's still her father. Oh, God. Listen, I think it's going to be better than people expect. Do I think it's going to be totally honest? Of course not. No. Absolutely, of no. course not. But do I think that people are going to go in with bottom-of-the-barrel expectations and get more, maybe much more than they expected? Yes, I do. So we'll see when it comes out. And there also is a biography by Abraham Reisman, about Vince McMahon, which will be coming out in 2022, a book that they always wanted Dave to write, but he refused. So we'll see how Abraham Reisman does with this here now, book. Now, is he doing this book independently? Simon & Schuster. It's not a WWE book. Okay. You sound skeptical. It's not a WWE book. Okay. No, I tell you this factually. That is a that is a plus for the prospects of what could possibly be in this book, but, of course, then you have the issue that... If you're not working with WWE, you may not be working against them, but they are not definitely not going to be working with you. So it'll be interesting to see how this thing is structured and, and how it's presented as well. So how deep it actually gets into everything. This person here wants to know if Dave has ever met Vince. Yes, many times. Many oh, yeah. times. It's a Donahue together, Young right. Bucks. Search. People don't understand how easy it is to listen to this show on Byline, this person says. I just go to their website and click Listen Live. No login required, uses the least amount of data. That's right. There's no excuse to not listen to this show every day. And if you miss it, video.f4wonline.com, our YouTube channel, and, of course, wrestlingobserver.com. And if you're within the sound of my voice, 
do me a favor, go to that YouTube page, video.f4wonline.com, and hit subscribe, absolutely free, and you'll be alerted to all sorts of things, including when Denise goes live every Wednesday after AEW and NXT. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person has a theory about why SmackDown is doing so well. Says it's all about the background. SmackDown is bright, vibrant, blue, and inviting, not to mention the star power. Raw feels dim, dark, red, and gloomy. Apparently, Crip has called in. With only half the star power. It's uh nobody looks good in red or around the color of red. Oh. All right. Well, you know what? We're gonna take some phone calls. Let's go to Tony, you're on the air. What's going on? And Mike, what is going on this election day? I'm rocking my Adidas sweatshirt in honor of the man himself, Mike Sempervivi. What's going on with you guys today? Well, we're doing fine, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Good to hear all things considered. Absolutely, Mike. Hey, listen, I just want to talk about how ass-backwards Raw has been lately. So I want to talk mainly about John Morrison. So you re-sign John Morrison, who was killing it in Lucha Underground and Impact, and you turn him heel and put him with the Miz. Bro, may I stop you for a moment? May I stop you for a moment? Look at that. He cuts you off just so he doesn't You think that Vince McMahon watched one second of Lucha Underground or Impact or anything else? No, no, I'm saying we have. So let, let me get to the point here. I wouldn't have turned him heel and put him with the Miz, but it is what it is. It's done. It's done. My problem is what they're doing now. So you have Miz and Morrison as a duo, and Morrison is the dork, not the Miz. The Miz is the straight man, and Morrison is the one who's being told to shut up by the Miz. He's the one who's being the dork and the geek who loses all the time, when in history... It's always Miz who's been the absolute dork, the goofy geek, but he's now the serious one, and Miz is the dork. Don't you think it should be the other way around? Bro, my friend, of course of course, they're not doing enough with the John Morrison, but you're living in fantasy land, dude. One of these two guys is a former WWE champion who beat John Cena at WrestleMania. What has John Morrison ever won? Who'd he ever beat? Well, I can tell you one thing. He was never the WWE or Universal Champion. And so in Vince McMahon's world, yes, Miz at this point is not a star at the level of Roman Reigns or anybody like that. But Miz is the star of this group. John Morrison was a wacky guy who did wacky videos and wacky matches former tough enough winner and he disappeared and he came back and to vince it's still 2008 or whatever he's the wacky guy miz is the big star the movie star the tv star he's the main event guy i'm not saying i agree with it i'm just saying that if you know anything about how this company is run in vince mcmahon dude i mentioned this a million times do you guys remember when Bully Ray had been killing it at Impact as Bully Ray. It was the best run of his career, a top heel champion. They ended up coming back to WWE, and they wore the glasses. They were the goofy Dudley boys, the same group that they were in the year 2000 when they came over from ECW. That's Vince. Don't know what to tell you. Not much to add to that. 
Can we get Dolph Ziggler? Is is he still on Raw? Where where exactly is Dolph Ziggler? Can we get Dolph Ziggler and John Morrison as a team together just to spice up the tag team ranks and give them something to do? I know Morrison, I guess, is going to be joined at the hip with Miz forever. Uh, you know, unless he's going to appear on Miz and Mrs. I, I don't know why. To me, it's just I, I wish he would be a part of something to utilize him to do anything other than what he's doing. I just you have a guy that looks like that. You have a guy that can go like that still. He technically is yours. I mean, he was on Tough Enough. He was your find. And they still have never, they still haven't bothered. And I don't know what it is about him. I don't know what it is of what they see or what they don't see. But it's just, you just got to shake your head when you got a guy who's that talented, who's that athletic, and this is the best you can do for him. All right, let's go to the phones. Norristown, PA, Pennsylvania. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Scat's here. Been a while. Hope you guys are doing well today. We're uh, always doing well, question. Scats. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. First time seeing you on Twitch with the new layout. It's very nice. Thanks. Very, uh, very clean. It's very red right. and dull. Go ahead. Very red, and, very red and dull. Not blue and vibrant, which I kind of hope most of America agrees with today. Anyway, um, my question, I don't know about the history of pay-per-views running on the same weeks as elections, but... AEW, you suspect, is going to get killed in the ratings on Wednesday, and they have a pay-per-view a few days later. Do you think there's going to be a possible carryover if the ratings are that bad to the pay-per-view no. and the pay-per-view buys may disappoint? Because no, no. In fact, we've actually seen this with, uh, with AEW in the past. I mean, they have done poor numbers for go-home shows and excellent numbers for pay-per-views and vice versa. In fact, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they have run pay-per-views after low ratings and after high ratings, and the buy rate is virtually exactly the same every time. Like, I don't think it matters one bit. They could do zero viewers tomorrow. I think everybody, if you're an AEW fan, I mean, you've already decided whether you're going to buy the pay-per-view. I mean, do you really exactly need to watch right. tomorrow's show to decide, well, you know, I'm on the fence, but I'll watch it tomorrow. And f No, if you're an AEW fan, a hardcore enough fan that you're going to spend $60 normally on their pay-per-views, you have already decided whether you're buying the show or not. So I don't think that this election has anything to do with it. And, and hear me out on this part of it, too. I mean, it may be to the point where if you're on the fence about it or something and you're tired of hearing about things all week and you maybe you did miss Dynamite because something was going on on Wednesday night and you wanted to check out the news instead or whatever, like this in some ways may be a benefit because it's like, okay, at least let me get my release, let me get my thing you know, whether it be college football on Saturday or a UFC on Saturday or this pay-per-view on Saturday, get me out of where I'm at right now mentally and give me an escape. And who knows? I mean, by that accord, maybe they do, you know, they, they rally some people that maybe dropped off on Wednesday. I think you know, the whole thing balances out. And I think like Brian said, too, they have their core of people that I think are going to spend the money on those pay-per-views. And I don't think you're going to shake those people. And AEW's got, they have built up their fan base very well. That's the opposite of what WWE has done as far as, you know, being able to garner faith from their base. And they definitely have it right now. Well, I will say this. I mean, if, if the election does not go the way the stock market wants it to go and everyone loses like $100,000 on their 401k, maybe by Saturday they may change their mind about that $60 purchase. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. But I don't think the ratings can have anything to do with it. There's a lot more real people in this world who may be apt to buy AEW pay-per-view who don't even have a 401k, so I don't think you even need to worry about that. Wow. It's true, man, and I'm not, that, hey, that's not the people. That's maybe where we're at.
You want me to keep going? Let's go to Honolulu. A follow-up that's going to be to this. Honolulu, you're on the air. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm going to give a shout-out this time to Semper Vivi and producer Rob. Um, um, my first question is for the Twitch homies. Did you guys think that Tucker looked like Vinny V or something? Uh, number two, uh, I sent you an email yesterday. Um, there's like a, WWE has a list of banned people or banned images from the Thunderdome. We got like Chris Benoit, Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, people like that. And uh, number three, wouldn't it have been better for like full gear to um for like Cody and Darby Allen or for Cody and Orange Cassidy to like go to another time limit for their second match and like Brody Lee comes out all angry and like dark order and stuff and, and Darby Allen comes out skating and stuff and it sets up a four way and things. Okay, thank you. That's yeah, a lot of that's a lot of fantasy book in there, buddy. I'm not sure he took a breath. I guess I'll address some of this. I forgot all of his questions already. I just remember he cracked himself up and then just went on a big tirade. Listen, your fantasy book and whatever. I'm not going to even address that one. You go to Hawaii, don't you? The Thunderdome having a list of banned faces. I mean, bro, when you think about how many WWE employees and, and agents and wrestlers, how many people were furloughed at a time when they're making more money than ever, and they're employing some bloke to sit there and look at all the faces on the Thunderdome screen to make sure the young bucks aren't there? Holy smokes. Get out of here. I mean, it should just be like, if you see some fella's member, like, take that off the screen. But, oh, no, there's there's a very blurry, uh, low-res image of, of Nick Jackson on the screen. Oh, let's make sure we get that off there. I feel like there's bigger fish to fry and better people to pay. That's just my opinion. They can put it in their 401k. I've been begging to see the real Keith Lee on the main roster, this person said. We finally somewhat got a glimpse of it last night. But he almost broke his neck or concussed himself with the flip dive. Uh, the flip dive. <laughs> well, I unfortunately yeah. have a feeling he'll be told to tone it down yet again. Yeah, this poor guy. I mean, they've taken everything away from him. And he finally gets a chance to do some big Keith Lee impressive flip move, and he almost kills himself. So I'm sure that he was, I'm sure he was thrilled with that one. Well, I mean, you know, in a different world, he wouldn't be doing that in every match, or he wouldn't be doing some of the big things he did for so long with Dijak. And that's that's the one thing with some of the fans that just it's not going to be Keith Lee's fault if they do decide to have him tone it down again. It's it's just WWE, but. You know, he's he and Dijak both, you know, they put up such a high bar for themselves in the matches that they had where, you know, it's, it's sometimes if people don't see a lot of that stuff or, you know, you see it slip up a little bit, it's like it stands out more. But, I, you know, I Keith Lee should not be diving around in every match. What he should be doing is just completely murderizing people, and he has not been doing that. And I'd like to see that a little bit more. There's one of the times that I missed some squashes where it's like, can we get Keith Lee over big by just having to bounce people, like, off the mat? That would be nice. Well, let's go to Adam. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, Twitch homies. Uh, so I just have a quick question. Allison K announced a free agency. And Thunder Rosa says something about going with where they allow her to chase outside interests after her uh, deal with NWA ends. So what do you think their futures will be with? Uh, that's it. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I have no idea. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. I mean, AW can't just hire everybody. They've got a talent budget. They've got more people than they know what to do with. I mean, once they get that second television show, I think that we'll need to, buy, we'll need to uh, hire some more people. But until then... It's like, what are you going to do with all these people? Have have a 20-match card for AEW Dark? 
Well, and I, I don't know if you necessarily have to sign Allison. I've always liked Allison Kay a lot, so it's not really about her. But even if you have a second show, you don't have to sign these people. You can utilize them, absolutely. But as far as people being signed, you know, officially locked up to deals, you know, it may not be as beneficial as one would believe, you know, for somebody like her if she wants to go to Japan, if there's lots of things she wants to do. I mean, you know, AEW is allowing some freedoms when it comes to their deals, but it's not all of the freedoms in the world. So everybody's going to be taken care of differently, probably. And, you know, when it comes to NWA contracts, in some cases, all of them are not uh, exactly the same either. So I don't know if Thunder Rosa is as free as Allison Kay is right now, necessarily. Well, Thunder Rosa is not free right now. That's well. And that's there. You go. There's a lot of things going on. I don't know all of them. I don't want to speak for her, but I mean, clearly, I could tell you a few facts. She's in demand from everybody. NWA doesn't want to lose her. AEW would love to have her, and WWE wants anybody that everybody wants. So she has a lot of options now. The impression that I was given was that she was probably going to go to WWE. But then she did an interview the other day and basically said she wanted to go somewhere that was going to let her do her outside things, and obviously WWE is not going to do that. And I don't know if, was that a change of heart? Was that a realization that she actually can't go anywhere for a period of time because of her NWA obligations? I don't know. But was it playing one side against the other? I have no idea. But I do believe that she's probably going to be with NWA for a while. I guess things could change, but... That's what I know. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Holy smokes. What's up, man? Okay, I got to double check this, but the chat's going crazy right now. Talking about the alleged third hour of Raw, which would be an all-time low if it is what the uh, Twitch chat is saying right now. So I'm going to double check that. I'll put the ratings up the moment this show goes off the air, everybody, so you can look forward to that. But Are you saying, like the uh, the limbo? I don't even want to say the number here in case it's not correct, but I, I, I'm sure it probably is, but just to be safe, because I am a professional here. I'm looking. This, this would be exactly what we were talking about all show, that third hour dying of death. So we'll get that up here as soon as the show goes off the air. Person here, Raw just has nothing biting or intriguing. On SmackDown, Roman stories engaging, Mysterios are interesting, the stuff in between is good enough. Like Bianca being introduced, Sammy, Kevin, Brian. Raw has what? Randy Bray Drew, which is very generic. Alexa has found nothing to do. Nye's putting Lana through a table. And AJ's new thing is, I have a big guy. Well, listen, I would not argue that SmackDown has been a lot better than Raw lately. I don't know what's up with this Alexa Bliss thing. I know they've got some cool idea. Oh, she's... Blah, blah, blah. She's got these cool contacts. That's like her whole gimmick now. She's got creepy contacts. Like, Geeks. that's that's Somebody's that's where we're at right now. This cosplay. That, that's, yeah, this is so dumb. It just, I guess if it works for you, it works for you. But it just gets hokier and hokier and just dumber and dumber and, again, creepier into somebody's fantasy there. All right, so listen. Two minutes from now, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. All All your numbers will be up there. So check it out, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening here today. Get out and vote if you haven't already. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.